Hello, beautiful minds of all kinds. Today's episode is all about you and your self-care. We've been hearing more and more about self-care over the past few years. It's a huge trend on social media right now. Its hype is mostly due to the amount of stress, anxiety, and depression that we as humanity are currently experiencing more and more of. But what does it really mean to self-care or practice self-care? How often should we practice self-care? Can we truly afford to self-care? And how can we create time for self-care? Have no fear! Wendy is here with health coaching tips and the meaning of self-care through a holistic and nutritional viewpoint that focuses on nourishing the mind, body, and spirit. Because, after all, my purpose is to help you find, create, and sustain your own balance and zen out. So stay tuned. So what does it really mean to practice self-care? Self-care has become a hot topic since around 2020. Everyone kind of had to stop and reflect on the lack of nourishment we were missing for ourselves during that time. It was stressful, shaky, and a little depressive, to be honest. Now, I'm sure we all have a different definition for self-care. I've seen numerous articles out there telling us how to self-care. The definition of self-care is practicing and taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Okay, so self-care involves choices and behavior made during stressful times. Makes sense. According to Birchbox, 74% of people consider self-care to mean taking care of their bodies, while 57% think it means taking a mental break. What do you consider self-care consists of? Taking care of your body or a mental break? Think about it. What do you do when you feel stressed? Share your thoughts. I'm always open to all these perspectives because it gives me more insight as well as to my own and what I find is different from everybody else's. 39% of men say they consistently make time for self-care while only 32% of women do. Only 32% of women practice self-care Really, ladies, we got to do better. I'm joking. I wasn't even taking self-care serious until a couple months ago. No, around 2020. Yeah. But the definition of self-care from a holistic nourishment point of view involves connecting with our thoughts, being honest about our feelings, and remaining alert to what we are doing to help ourselves in given situations. Let me repeat that. Self-care is a constant practice that involves our current thoughts, feelings, and actions. Because these factors are constantly changing, it's necessary to establish some healthy habits and a self-care routine to help us nourish what's out of balance 
and help us get through our difficult and stressful times. So today, let's create a self-care plan right now in order to begin creating better self-care choices. So get you a pen, get you some paper, get ready to write some things down. Yes, pen and paper, because when you write things down, you're more likely to remember them. Self-care plan. So we begin with our thoughts. Everything begins with a thought. So to figure out our personal self-care plan, we must begin with them. Our thoughts are very powerful and can either empower us or debilitate us. So let's begin to listen to these thoughts and hear what they are saying. This is going to require moments of quiet and alone time. And what you need to do is get your little pen and paper and write down the thoughts that keep coming up that are worrying you, causing anxiety. Because at the moment, you'll be fine and you'll come, they'll come out and you'll be able to write them down. But when you feel panic or you feel stressed or you feel anxiety, these are usually the thoughts that come and attack us at our weakest times. And if you don't meditate at all right now, try one of the following. Just try to sit in silence, journal your thoughts, and mostly they're not going to make any sense when you begin to write them down, but it's important to let them out. You'll learn to decipher them once you practice more writing things down and they'll come back at you and say, oh, that's why I'm worried. But right now, let's begin with writing them down. And you'll have a visual as to why you're, what you're really stressing out mostly about. It's putting them out in the open and it's time to face those thoughts because they are not going anywhere. The next step in our self-care plan is going to be or involve feelings. Feelings begin to come up when we begin to write these thoughts down. And we have to be aware of what those feelings are. What are your feelings when you write these things down that are stressing you out? Because it's not just stress. It's going to be specific. How often are you having these feelings? It's important to be honest about our feelings because we can lie to ourselves and say something doesn't bother us. But our feelings give us out. And the last step and our self-care plan is going to be action. The practice. Because in order to create, we must take action. In order to change old habits, we must divert to better ones. And in order to become ever-evolving, we must be honest about what it is that we're doing to nourish ourselves through self-care. And this, this can look like anything, honestly. It just depends on what it is that you are currently needing to nourish. Is it your mind, your body, or your spirit? Do you need more time to yourself? Do you need um, to nourish your body with more vitamins, more nutrients, more exercise? That's going to be something that you take into action. So how often should we self-care? Self-care is needed every day. 
To be specific, it's needed every moment we feel anxiety, every moment we feel stressed. And to be more specific, every moment we feel out of balance or out of zen. Stress is usually caused by overexertion of our bodies and minds. So often, such an exertion is caused by simple overthinking and worry thoughts, right? So it's for true self-care, that requires commitment. It's discipline and it's hard work in the beginning because if we truly, but if we truly care about ourselves and we love ourselves as much as we say we usually do, we want the absolute best for ourselves, right? It's definitely a difficult concept to grasp, this self-care thing. But hopefully you're beginning to understand why it's necessary for better health and better wellness. So can I afford to self-care? Well, now that we know that self-care isn't just about getting our nails done or having a spa day, we know that self-care costs us something invaluable. And that's our time. What anxiety, stress, and depressed moms need more of is time though, right? We can't cram another to-do to our to-do list. We ain't got time for that. That was me. That was me. I would always say, I don't have time to yoga. I don't have time to meditate. Well, resilient souls. With the creating abilities we were born with, we can make time. Because research shows that 90% of illness and disease is stress-related. If there's anything we can claim in this life, it's choice. You've got a choice. I've got a choice. So choose to either create time to manage and create better habits for your stress and anxiety, or you choose to create illness. Our littles need us, our jobs, our partners, our family, our neighbors, our pets, yes, but they don't need us in poor health. They don't need us in horrible moods or anxiety mode or anything but our highest. So how can we create time for self-care? Well, time is perception. And as sci-fi as that sounds, the proof is how we currently have two different perspectives or two different viewpoints of it. What we have to do to create time is gain control of our moments. The moments we have to slow down time for are the ones we tend to speed through the most. If we don't learn to take control during these times and practice self-care, we will be thrown into the same situation at a different point in time. And this cycle repeats again and again until we learn our lesson. And we can't learn our lesson if we don't slow time down and pay attention to what's happening within us. Health coaching tip for self-care. Breathing. Breathing is the simplest yet the most effective way to calm our parasympathetic nervous system down. Yes, as crazy as that sounds, it's true. When we breathe correctly, 
It calms our nervous system down during stressful times. We take control of our reactions and our feelings, and in turn, we practice true self-care. Unfortunately, though, not many of us know how to breathe correctly, so it's easier for our situations to get out of control when we don't know how to take control of our breathing. And we don't know how to relax our bodies from the beginning where it begins at the thoughts. Because again, stress and anxiety begin with our thoughts. And we, if we don't know how to halt those thoughts, they're going to may create a feeling of anxiety. And if we don't know how to create, stop that at the get-go with breathing, then situations get out of control. And there are numerous breathing techniques you can try. I have a whole list on this transcript to this uh, podcast. And the most important one you want to practice first is deep belly breathing or diaphragmatic breathing. Because once you master that down, you can try different breathing techniques and they're actually going to be efficient. And you can add them to your self-care plan. My personal go-tos are the thymus thump and Wim Hof. <laughs> Saying those sounds hilarious out loud. But I'll have, uh, I'll have that information for you if you want to try those out. But other self-care actions that require longer moments of your time include mindful eating, meditation, yoga, qigong, gardening, walking, journaling, exercise, and sleep. Although these outlets may seem time-consuming, they're actually supposed to do the opposite. These practices are meant to calm the overthinking and the worry that our minds seem to revert to during uncomfortable times. And they require consciousness and they slow down your moments to help us feel like we have control of ourselves and our time again. Beautiful minds of all kinds. Self-care is practicing simple and continual healthy habits that redirect our focus from what we can't control to something we can. That's our choice. And once we take control of that choice, we gain control of our feelings and our reactions. We can detect our stress and anxiety before it becomes overwhelming if we are mindful and conscious at the moment. And as a holistic Health coach, my purpose is to prevent illness and disease because it's easier to prevent than it is to heal. I hope my frequency reached yours today. Let me know if the message resonated with you. Tell me what you consider self-care to be and how you personally practice it right now. Or if you don't, is it difficult for you? Because it was for me for the longest time. And I still find it difficult sometimes. But that's what we're here for, to help each other out. So comment on my Facebook page, The Neurodivergent Mom Coach, or on YouTube, or message me directly from my website at wendythehealthcoach.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe because I've got plenty coming. And if you like what you heard, share, share, share. And if you want something for free, get yourself a free consultation. I'm a health coach and I would be 
glad to give you a free consultation. Um, you can also message me or reach me at my website. But yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. Sending good vibes to all of my tribes. May the light shine upon you and your loved ones. Stay resilient and ever evolving. This mama is out.